0: This episode of Your Catholic Life is brought to you by Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners with Christ, iowacatholicradio.com, and now broadcasting on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Welcome in everyone to Your Catholic Life, a podcast for Catholics, by Catholics, helping you grow in your faith. I'm John Leonetti, your host. Every Catholic knows it's an uphill battle to live in the world, but not be of the world as Jesus instructed. It's not easy. In fact, it's the hardest thing you and I will ever do. But as G.K. Chesterton said, anything worth doing is worth doing poorly. You may not have the gift of gab. You may not have the resources to fund a school or shelter, but you've got something something to give to the church in order to convert the culture for God. My guest today, he's bringing something to the table in this fight, a microphone, a keen intellect, and a head full of hair, Patrick Coffin. Hello, Patrick.
1: John, thank you. The hair looks so real. I'm very proud of it. Thank you for <laughs> noticing, sir. I,
0: I, uh, I, are those recent headshots you sent me for the project I'm doing? Uh,
1: well, let's just say I really miss 1994.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I mean, I... If you've been on my website, you've seen it. Let's see. Uh, four years ago, those were taken. <laughs> my wife says it's false advertising because I have hair there and I don't now. So I don't know. I guess the wonders the way it of Photoshop,
1: John. That's Check it. it out, Photoshop. That's, That's it, bad.
0: exactly. Um,
1: okay, no, they're they're recent. They're they're for
0: real. We have to know where we want to go, or we're never going to get there. What does a culture in love with Christ look like? A culture
1: in love with Christ provides uh, uh, an external environment in which it's easier than it is now to be a good, strong, loving person. Hmm. Culture is, to me, nothing more than the external manifestation of our inner thoughts. So if our thoughts are good and pure and holy and looking to things above and things transcendent and things beautiful, then the things around us will reflect that in our music, in our manners, in our morals, in our architecture, in our drinking patterns, in our folk dances, in our uh, you know cultural habits. So that's really at the heart of why I launched the Patrick Coffin Show, to rebuild the culture and to, to um, renew the Judeo-Christian roots of this culture, which have been hacked at for about, I don't know, the last 50 years or so.
0: We say that Does that help? Yeah, yeah, I love it. We say that Jesus wins in the end, and, and we hear that a lot, uh, but you're, you're really kind of concerned with winning the culture over now. Why?
1: Well, we're long past due. We're past due addressing the problems that we see all around us, and there's no one magic bullet. John, as I know you know, the culture, so-called culture war, has many fronts. And I, I actually I'm not crazy about the phrase culture war because it's not very clear what's being fought. Um, at bottom, it's a spiritual battle. Our enemy, as you know, is not flesh and blood. We're fighting against Satan. We're fighting against powers that are not merely human, but on that cultural human temporal level. There's a lot of work to be done, hmm. and uh, I think the stronger marriages are, the better families will be, and the better families we have, the more healthy laws we'll have, because it's easy to complain about laws, but laws are made by lawmakers, and where they come from, so we come full circle. You, what is a human person? You've given up a you lot know, for are this. Are we... What's that? You've given up a lot
0: for this, what, what you're really trying to endeavor yeah. here and tackling in this new project.
1: Well, yeah, I walked away from a stable job and a regular paycheck and a job I was happy at and very, very satisfied by hosting Catholic Answers Live. Um, I think I wanted to do more cultural engagement uh, outside the Catholic believersphere. sphere. Um, I'm a big fan of the EWTN platform, and I'm I'm, I'm really impressed with how Catholic Radio has spread these last 10 years. Um, In a sluggish economy, people really see the need or explicit on-the-nose evangelization and the message that Jesus Christ is Lord and He loves you and has a plan for your life and uh, just wants to be, you know, He, he only wants one thing, your heart. Um, and that's that's my north star. I mean, that's my guiding principle. But beyond that, there are, there are people outside the Catholic fold who agree with us on 80% or more of the, the things that we hold dear. And I want to partner with those people. I want to... Uh, talk about the sages of the culture, people with unique insights into the founding of the country and the history of the West and how to get it back. I also wanted to talk as a, as an interviewer with, with survivors, people who have stood up to the culture and have uh, lived to tell the tale. Um, so I've got um, interviews all ready to roll now that the show is up and running. You can find it, by the way, at patrickhoffin.media. So it's, in shorthand, Sages and Survivors. How can we bring the culture back to what? Not, we don't want to turn the clock back because you can't go back to the Dick Van Dyke show and Father knows best, but we can find creative solutions to make today much better than yesterday was.
0: Who's been your greatest influence?
1: Uh, Venerable Fulton Sheen.
0: Really? What about living? Yeah. Bishop Sheen. What's that? Living.
1: Oh, living? Oh, <clears throat> that's a toughie. That is really hard. Uh, I think
0: my parents. Really? Did you grow yeah, up parents. in a stable family?
1: Uh, wow. I would <laughs> say yes and no. Uh, my parents came very close to divorcing when I was about 15 years old. Really? And they, they would have. Um, but the the day the papers were supposed to be signed, my father backed out. And thanks be to God he did, because they they've been married 57 years wow. um, after that. So, you know, my parents have been a model for me of, of stick-to-itiveness, of uh, realizing that love is not a feeling, it's a decision. And all you can do is sweep your side of the street. So uh, my parents, I mean, professionally, I've, I've had a, a whole bunch of mentors, John. Uh, Dennis Prager, Michael Medved, who, by the way, is, uh, is on the first episode hmm. um, of the show. Um, boy, I'm, you're, you're throwing me on the, on the, uh, the living f- I I think Dr. Scott Hahn has been a... A great influence on me, sure. uh, my friend and teacher, and pound for pound, one of the most intelligent people I've ever, I've ever met. Doctor really? Hahn is, he's oh yeah, he's he's great on econ, uh, you know, economics and history and um, social sciences, and of course, obviously, biblical theology.
0: Sure, that's interesting. Um, Go back to uh, Archbishop Fulton Sheen. When were you introduced to him?
1: I was introduced to him, uh, quote unquote, randomly when I. Came across a book called Life of Christ in the library, my last year at university, and I had heard things about Bishop Sheen as representing the evil, dark Church of the fifties, where women are in the in the either you know barefoot in the pregnant and pregnant in the kitchen, or um, you know making their husband peanut butter sandwiches, <laughs> and so Bishop Sheen was, uh, his reputation preceded him in my life, but not as uh, not as something positive. I was a kind of a confused, low information Catholic at the time. So I picked this book up in the library, and I turned to the author photo, and John, I dropped the book. Really? I, the book fell Yeah, I thought, man, this guy looks like me, or vice versa. That's weird. So uh, I put it back on the shelf, and uh, someone else mentioned his name. He said, you got to read this book. It was called The Eternal Galilean. Mm. And uh, it uh, was written in 1934, I believe, and extremely... Uh, prophetic and beautiful and that really changed my life and since then i've cranked through as many bishop sheen books as i can
0: yeah I, he was the pioneer bishop, right yes. especially in what you're doing i mean he's got to be that that shining light and example for you uh patrick coffin's my yes. guest uh Co- patrick Coffin. media. so it's not com, folks uh media. you can find out uh, all about how to sign up for this podcast uh, i want to throw you for another loop here you ready Go ahead. How can yep. this podcast fail?
1: Uh, that's like, how can God make an anvil too big for him to lift, John? <laughs> to even ask the question. Uh, it can fail if no one wants anything to change in the culture for the better. Hmm. Uh, if people stop commuting and are looking for high-quality audio content, I suppose in theory it could fail. Um, <laughs> Uh, I've, I've selected A list influencers for the show, yeah. um, both sages and survivors. Um, the feedback so far from the guests have been, has been out of the, you know, stratospherically great by God's grace. And um, it's not explicitly apologetic, so I'm not going to be covering where purgatory is in the Bible. Uh, Catholic Answers and other fine Catholic apostles do a great job on that. Um, I want to go upstream hmm. to the sources of culture. And not. when I say not just Catholic, I don't mean I'm selling out or I'm watering it down or that evangelization is no longer important. What I mean is there's some hard thinking to do about the structure of society and how to repair the DNA damage of our collective story. That's Probably sounds more highfalutin than I wanted to. But, I like
0: it. I really do. Um, I, I was yeah. reading something the other day. The Vatican is now asking for priests and seminarians to learn about the arts, and to, and uh, I know you're going to be covering a lot of this stuff because you really see that uh, to change the culture, uh, evangelization is key. But evangelization has lots of different components, namely beauty, and you're going to really be highlighting yeah. that.
1: I know. Yes, 100. I'm I'm glad the emphasis on the arts is coming through. Uh, from the church authority. And I, th- I think St. John Paul II led the way with his 1999 letter to artists. People are no longer convinced by arguments. Hmm. We're surrounded by arguments. John, you can't turn on a, uh, a mobile device or your computer without getting bombarded by either an ad or an argument. What people are moved by are experiences of beauty, of hmm. transcendent, knock-you-in-the-face beauty, uh, whether it's a an exquisite piece of music or a film that that touches you or you know you walk into a church like just to take one example, St. Peter's uh, basilica in Rome. I know people who have have walked in there and are just slackjawed. They had no idea such exquisite beauty could could uh, could exist at all. And uh, here we are in you know I'm in Southern California where every every mall looks the same and then you enter a structure who is which which design, was in, uh, inspired by uh, the love of Christ, mm. and so here's this exquisitely beautiful thing, mm. and it, it it moves you. It goes around the intellect and somehow touches your heart. So I'm I'm very heartened that the church is impl- uh, emphasizing the need for art and great literature and stories that move. In fact, I just I finished interviewing uh, Father Robert Spitzer, the president of the Magis Institute sure. for Reason and Faith. He, Father Spitzer is also an expert in the power of mythology and how uh, mythological structure is at work in all the top Hollywood blockbusters, from Star Wars to Harry Potter to Star—I uh, was to Star Trek, no—Lord of the Rings, uh, Chronicles of Narnia. What is it about these great stories that resonate all over the world? Yeah. And the answer is, we are hardwired to hear great stories, as uh, as our Lord and Savior knew very well by by telling. The world's most memorable stories called Parables.
0: Hmm. Uh, let's talk about the platform for a second here. Uh, it's a podcast. Uh, is there a membership? How do people get involved in this? What, how do they listen?
1: Great question. The main site, the, the home, if you will, is PatrickCoffin.media, and that will link you to Stitcher and Google Play. Uh, the main platform is iTunes. There will be an iTunes link. You can also find it directly at, at uh, iTunes. It's just called The Patrick Coffin Show. It also has a YouTube sister channel where I do rants and commentaries, and all of the interviews are kind of simulcast for a visual presentation for those who want it. Um, I also have a closed group on Facebook called Coffin Nation, and that is really to thank the people who funded the entire I- I enterprise through Indiegogo. And if you go, if you want to join that, there's a, a donation tab at my other, my Catholic site is patrickcoffin.net. Just think fishers of men. Get it? Hmm. Net. Okay. Okay, good. We'll move on. I love At it. At your there's a donate tab, and the first the first three months are uh, are going to be a donation-based, but ultimately the plan is to create a membership site where there's exclusive content that no one else gets to see. I'm doing um, a myth-busting video series called The Fact Is, that uh, you know myth busts common misunderstandings about the faith and about certain cultural things like... You've ever been at a party and someone mentions uh, the evil Crusades? Well, a lot of Catholics and other Christians they don't have a good answer to what the Crusades were. They don't really understand the historical context and why the Crusades were extremely important and praiseworthy, as as popes have been saying um, then and now. Um, So there's there's so many variations of this fact is uh, video series that will be part of. Um, Nation at PatrickKoffin.media, but for now, I just want—I I mean, I, my goal, John, is to have my free content higher quality than what most people have to pay for. Yeah. So I'm ninety percent of what I do, no one will ever be charged a dime.
0: Well, I there there are not a lot of platforms uh, such as the one you've built, uh, like that what you've done, and there certainly aren't a lot uh, out there that really covered the gamut. And what I mean by that is it's a very well-rounded uh, podcast. The interviews you're tackling, as you said, many different issues, and issues that, quite frankly, we as Catholics have to know and understand and, and have a lot mm-hmm. to do with our faith, even if it's just not like a direct... Teaching from the church. Um, and, and as you mm-hmm. said, they're great evangelization tools. You're gonna have the whole thing, friends. I hope you check this out. Just go to PatrickCoffin.media. Again, not dot com. It's patrickcoffin.media dot media and you can sign up. Uh, I know this very easy. I mean it's about as simple and sleek of a website as you can get. Just scroll down to I think it's the orange tab, I'm not on it right now, and just click the button, mm-hmm. just put in your name, email, address, and you take care of the rest, right?
1: Yeah, it's it's uh, fast, free, and easy. I love it. Um, and I'd uh, love to connect, love to hear people's feedback. The goal is to, to stay, uh, to, well, first of all, to get on what iTunes calls the new and noteworthy status, which is fantastic because it, it launches your show in front of millions of hearts and minds that, that um, are exploring iTunes every yep. day, all over the world. And uh, so the the three magic words are subscribe, rate, and review. If you like what you hear, give it an honest review. And um, if it hits new and noteworthy, then the audience multiplies to an ex- uh, you know extraordinary degree. So, uh, but it's also fun. I want to do some comedy too. Um, I interviewed uh, one of the great comic, comedy writers of our time, Tom Leopold, who wrote for Seinfeld and hmm. Cheers and Lucille Ball and Steve Allen and Christopher Guest. Uh, he's a convert from, from the Jewish faith, and he's not only hilarious, but very insightful into um, what what makes things funny and why humor has a healing power to it. So it's very eclectic. That's probably a good way to describe it, eclectic,
0: I, and, I, engaging. I can't wait for my listeners to check this out. Uh, Patrick, I, and I'm really honored you'd take the time with me today. Thank you.
1: Well, thank you, John, and thank you for uh, what you do, and I'm sure going forward I'll be throwing folks at, at Resurgence And uh, I appreciate your time as well, sir. Thanks, brother. God
0: bless you. So there you have it, friends. Again, G.K. Chesterton said, A dead thing can go with the stream, but only a living thing can go against it. And that's what we're called to do, especially as Catholics in our culture today. I want life. I want it to its fullness. You know that by now. And I'm doing my best to go all in. And we've got to be prepared. And it's, I, I think, like I said before, it's platforms like this that are going to help us and aid us along the way. And like I said, you know, these are evangelization tools. Uh, sometimes we don't have all the right words to say. Uh, again, you may not have the funds. Uh, or, or maybe a lot of gifts that you think are, are what's needed for your son or daughter to come back to the church. You let people like Patrick take care of it and take care of the rest. So make sure to share it on your Facebook and Twitter. Just like this show, if you can, yourcatholiclifepodcast.com. Invite your friends to take part in it. Visit our website, friends, if you can. Thanks again for tuning in today. I'm John Linetti, signing off here on Your Catholic Life. Remember, the only way to happiness is by holiness. Be confident in Christ's mercy and His love.